Welcome to Obsessions with Julia Gray, where we talk about the pop culture we love and what it says about us. Tonight, we have Kelsey Harper, a writer of the scripted podcast, What Can I Get Started For You?, which premieres in October. And she also hosts the live comedy variety show, Pigeon Presents, which you should definitely check out. Hey, Kels, what's up? Hi, how are you? Does anyone call you Kels? Yeah, my cousin does and my college roommate did. Okay, Every where do I fit in, in the, in the cousin totally to college? <laughs> you can totally call me Kels. Most people, I don't know, it feels like it doesn't feel natural rolling off most people's tongues. But whenever someone does say Kels, I'm like, that works. See, there's something about the way that I said it that did feel um, almost mocky without meaning to be. So I think it's something <laughs> I will work on. Um, so before okay. we jump well, in here. If you feel comfortable, <laughs> if, okay, if you feel comfortable with Kels, that's perfect. <laughs> Amazing. Um, before we jump into your obsessions, I think we have two very important topics that um, I will open to the floor as well as you. The first one I briefed you on. Um, we'll talk about the Emmys, but I feel like it has come to my attention that we are now voting. We're in voting season for people's sexiest men alive uh, <laughs> issue. Whoa. Just the honestly, every year um, that it comes to my awareness, because, you know, I don't know. People isn't really a magazine of note anymore uh, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, but it, it's always like the most random dude who gets selected i think it was blake shelton last year i think so (laughs) randomly i i guess i feel like maybe the like mentality behind it is it's the most kind of middle like bottom barrel everyone can agree on blake shelton kind of thing yeah it feels like a like kind of uh i don't know the areas of the country that listen to country music more probably are swaying a little bit um on their decision and maybe as who's buying people magazine more you know what i mean i was just gonna say i feel like maybe it's not a magazine of note to me because i it's i'm biased i'm not reading um so airport magazine it really is but i i don't know it used to be the best stars they're just like us yeah i do i'm like i know that they're not i can see their instagram Exactly. They don't, they don't want us to say. Um, I'm going to invite a few others on stage to weigh in so we can kind of, you know, get, um, get, a, get a nice vote going. Uh, some of these, I will say, are just insane categories. They have one that's, um, I, I'm going to skip over some, but one is sexiest newly single guy, and it includes Bill Gates. Oh, um, my God. What? <laughs> Their sexiest real estate king, and it includes um, one only one of the bald twins from Selling Sunset. Which one, one of them dates Chriselle now? I'm pretty which sure. is really that's actually very cool to me. Hello, hello, um, hi, hey, Olivia. Olivia, are you sexually attracted to the bald twins from Selling Sunset? Hell no, they're not. They're not sexually attractive to me. Um, no, and have you seen those pictures of Chriselle and I think Jason, like all over yeah. Greece? They're like definitely Kelsey together. was just. I I celebrate them, but I um I don't know. He's also rich, which is 
but yeah, that's not <laughs> she, you know, she just got divorced. She is living her best single life. I'm happy yeah. for her. Whatever. Yeah. It, I would say like, maybe he's fun when the cameras are off. Like if he had a fun personality, fine, but he does seem boring on that show. He kind of seems like a boss, though, like someone who can, like, that's, I don't know. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe that's kind of hot. Yeah, he gets shit done. That is kind of yeah. sexy. Um, that that will not be a category we're going over. Uh, <laughs> but I thought I'd bring it to attention. Uh, oh, there's also who took the sexiest vaccine selfie? Oh, my God. And sexiest TikTok oh my God. star, which feels wrong. Um, and one of the sexiest TikTok stars is Frankie Jonas. Who is that? Oh my gosh. I am happy for Frankie Jonas. I feel like he is finally getting the attention he deserves, Wait, but he he's, he's doing Jonas some kooky running? shit. I didn't yes. know there was another one. Sorry, Frankie. I apologize. Many people don't. Yeah, he's dating this I... like hot NYU girl, I think. Oh my, how old is he? He's our age, I'm pretty sure. Hmm, interesting. We're getting reports um, that Frankie is hot from the chat. We'll have to look him up. If he's what? age. Okay, Katie says Frankie's hot if he's of age. <laughs> great. Great catch. Um, let's see. I Let's get into the um, categories that I wanted to highlight. So one of them is sexiest song of the summer. Um, the choices are Montero, Lil Nas X, um, Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic, Butter, BTS, and Peaches, Justin Bieber. Oh, hands down, Peaches. I do love Butter, but Peaches I for sure. Tarot, okay, the music video was definitely hot. <laughs> yeah. I'm, oh, so sexy. I'm, I might go with Peaches as well, but I, I thought it was funny they included Butter, which is like such an unsexy song. <laughs> <laughs> It's like definitely like teen poppy. It's just like it's it sounds like it is a commercial and commercial. Well, it isn't a commercial, but um, and that commercials are categorically unsexy. I guess yeah. unless you're like going back to um, yeah, Coors Light and Twins, the, the old sexy commercials. Oh, do you remember the Axe commercials when we were in oh like I would want to say like high school or middle school where like guys would spray Axe on themselves and girls would just come running nowhere. from nowhere? That was definitely early tw- 2010s culture. Mm-hmm. I was, I mean, just a different sexual energy on the television for sure. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. <laughs> um, okay, the next one is who is the sexiest first time dad? We have mm-hmm. Paul and Jost, Joshua Jackson, Derek Blasberg. Henry Golding and Jason Derulo. Mind you, I don't know. Really, who are three of those? I, don't I know only know. Two. I will have to say Henry Golding. Yes, Henry Golding, and honestly, I have a thing for Colin Jost. I don't know really? what it is. Oh yeah, no. I know. Uh-uh. I don't know what it is, man. He's similar to the um, guys. I know he like hosts a comedy show, but he feels very boring to me. And Henry Golding feels secretive, so they're different. Yeah, Henry Golding is fine. Definitely. Secretive, definitely. I, I feel that. Jason Derulo, another one who just has no sexual energy for me. Yeah. His no, TikTok is crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little concerning. <laughs> like, wild. <laughs> like, what goes on in there? We're getting some comments in the chat on uh, using the word hunk more. Oh, thank you, Harry. I feel um, like my mother uses hunk. 
I I I like Hunk as a. I think Hunk does need to make a comeback. I do think it also. I feel like that predates um, sexy commercial early aughts. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. That's like anyone in, like in my. Totally, I feel like it was like before I was alive. Hunk was like big, which I guess it's like. I think time also, for a comeback for it. I think also the kind of guy you think of when you think of a hunk is not like the current male beauty standard. Do you know what I mean? Like we're not really we're not really looking at cakes <laughs> no. anymore. Totally. No, we're looking at like oh, little honey. No, that's <laughs> or like some kind of like like artistic nerd could not be a hunk, you know, unfortunately. No. Yeah, like Channing Tatum yeah. is a hunk. Yes. But I guess we appreciate him as a culture, but not really. Not enough. We do. No, no, not enough. I think we're over it. Yeah. Um, but Jason Derulo, I think, uh, maybe was like the first um like older celebrity to come onto TikTok mm-hmm. as was like a money grab, which I guess yeah. sure smart, but I think he definitely caught some uh raised eyebrows about it. <laughs> yeah, but he's doing well, like which is nuts to see him but he jumped on really early. Yeah, Honestly, they're he, fun to that, watch. That like, really bizarre like the little foods he makes and stuff so i think he jason Wait, what Derulo, is- he like makes like desserts sometimes that have like skittles and like brownies and like it's really looks disgusting what he's doing but it is fun to watch that's so sad am i thinking of the wrong i have person? not heard of this I'm hey. of the wrong person, but i'm pretty sure he does that I need for it to be Jason. I'm, I'm like almost, I'm like 90% sure. Okay, I'm on his page now, and the most recent one is a popcorn making right. tutorial. Yes. But he's what? putting like, he puts like, oh my God. Stuff. Okay, you know what he's going to do? He's going to come out with He's going to come out with Who's his gone? own Chrissy Teigen cravings. Oh my god! Oh god! He's he's trying to be food god, Jonathan Shaban. He's just oh my god! This this man has a good agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so not sexiest become dad, but um, smartest um, man in Hollywood. No, I won't say that either. <laughs> okay, the next one is oh, speaking of food, who is the sexiest TV chef? This one this one will blow your mind. Um, we have Anthony from Queer Eye, mm-hmm. Eddie Jackson, Guy Fieri, okay. Gordon Ramsay, and wait for it, Ludacris. What? What show is he on? I Excuse don't know. <laughs> I got a wild suggested ad on um, TikTok last night where Ludacris was rapping about Jif's peanut butter. It was very oh, psychotic. He um, should do the cookbook thing too. Wow. But the hot chefs, I mean, it obviously has to be Anthony. That's a given. Yeah, it has to be Anthony. All the rest are. I feel like that's so basic, though. Yeah. I mean, no, it's clearly Anthony. But I- I'm seeing now Ludacris has a show called Luda Can't Cook, which is the same thing as the um, Selena Gomez show that came out about her. What is, what is Ludacris? Oh Did you watch on? that? It's Food Network. <laughs> really? Whoa. Wait, wait. No, no, no. Discovery Plus. Okay, so it's like hard to find. Okay. I get it. Is Guy Fieri single? Just wondering. Who? Is Guy Fieri single? Guy Fieri. Oh, that's a. He definitely has like a family and four kids, but I'm going to check. 
How old is he? Like 45? He is 53, has a wife named Lori, and two children, Hunter and Ryder. That makes a lot of sense. Good for them. I'm so happy for their family. Um, the next one is Sexiest Teen Soap Dreamboat. Uh, okay, I'm ready. Jacob <laughs> from Euphoria. Oh, wait, no. I want to read this one like um, like a real award show. Okay. 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 Jacob Eldori, Euphoria. Darren Barnett, (laughs) Never Have I Ever. Applause, applause, applause. Evan Mock, (laughs) Gossip Girl. Cole Sprouse, Riverdale. Michael (laughs) Evans Belling, All American. And the nominee, it, or, damn it. (laughs) How'd I do? (laughs) You were killing it there, though. Thank you. Okay, you know my answer, obviously, to this one. Is it Evan? It's obviously Evan Mock. Wow. I, I unfortunately love Riverdale so much. It's like such a bad show, but I I love that show, and I will have to throw my vote towards um, the Riverdale star, Cole Sprouse. I understand that. Also, based on the um, the obsessions of yours that we will get into later, that makes a lot of sense to me. If 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 the show is uh, bad, mom there. <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> I I think I'm gonna have to go with Evan Mock as well. Actually, no, Cole Sprouse maybe. He's Cole Sprouse is like an OG. Evan Mock is new, fresh on the scene, yeah. very hot, pink hair, sweeter. Yeah. Not a great actor, but who cares? Sometimes Such you don't a bad need actor. Actors, yep. you know? yeah. yeah. To be a dreamboat, you don't, exactly. you don't need that. Um, okay, I'm going to do this next one uh, in the same voice. Okay. Um, this is Sexiest Internet Boyfriend. Harry Styles. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Harry Styles. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Keanu Reeves. Winston Duke. And Pete Davidson. That one I, I think was less strong. But also, mm. is it Timothy? People have been telling me that. Ooh. Oh my god, it's not Timothy. I think it is, but like who actually pronounces it? Yeah, like I'm that? not like I'm not gonna be like Petty, you know, I'm not that kind of bitch. Yeah. I'm not gonna be like, <laughs> no. um, who who's your winner for this one, Julia? Okay. I I wish they included Adam Driver, who is definitely an internet boyfriend. Um, he should be on this list. Oh, a thousand percent. It's really, it's insulting, frankly, that he's not. Um, he did that horse photo shoot and for no recognition. For Wait, can I tell you guys? I, ha- I still have not seen that. You need to wow. find it. Well, we review it frame by frame. You, you need to <laughs> do a quick Google search. I'll do that before I go to bed. <laughs> Hello. Um. I, okay, my pick. It might have to be... Mm, okay so harry styles i think is uh very cute but he's just not really for me mm-hmm. um same with timothy chalamet mm-hmm. and then pete davidson just really grinds my gears i don't i don't like that guy um and I, so i think i'm i don't i also don't know who winston duke is so i think keanu reeves might be my pick mm-hmm. he's the most like i think winston duke was he's in an Black Panther yeah. and us. Yeah. He was the dad. If I remember. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, what else is he in? I can't. Remember. Oh, okay. No, I guess I recognize him from us. Yeah. Um, he's hot. I, I, I still, I think I'm still going to go with Keanu Reeves. I'm also going to go with Keanu Reeves. He seems like a stable boyfriend who will be really sweet to you. Mm-hmm. And you would have like fond memories after it's over. You wouldn't be annoyed. You know? But I'm, I I I'm so torn between, ugh, I hate this, but like, I love Timothy Chalamet. He is so mm-hmm. cute. Um, but he's so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> he's so tiny. But yes, he's like I tall, have right? He's like six Yeah, he's tall, yeah. but he's just too skinny for me, I think. Mm. Um, so my answer is Keanu Reeves. Final answer. Wow. Unanimous. I guess uh, the award goes it's to Keanu Reeves. They're coming out with a new Matrix movie. I saw. Maybe we'll have to do a um, a girls' trip to see it to see our boyfriend on the big screen. (laughs) Oh yes, the three of us. Mm -hmm. Yep, we'll have Um, little Keanu signs. Exactly, or even shirts. Yes, Keanu is my boyfriend. And if he doesn't win, uh, we will revolt. If he doesn't win this thing, we will revolt. Yeah, go full Joker mode. Mm Hmm. Um. The the last one uh, that I picked out, there are several more. There are 20 full categories, but last, oh God. No, it's very, it's intensive. Um, you can vote I didn't on- realize it was this comprehensive. I, I think over the years, it's become more comprehensive as they're, they've, they've realized that there isn't just one sexiest man alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I appreciate them uh, diversifying. Me too. I could not believe, I know I joined late, but I could not believe they chose blake sheldon last year that was it was just a weird pick i mean it just it is the no no wait last year was michael b jordan which is oh that makes sense wait, was that michael b jordan oh yeah do we know who the like top picks are this year who who's in the running i don't i don't think we i, I think the survey or whatever just came out this week so Oh my gosh, who do we think it's going to be? I don't know. I mean, wow, these covers are iconic. What if I collected these? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the older covers are so corny, but so perfect for that time period. Like when People Magazine was at its prime. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my God, these are amazing. Yeah, 2017 was Blake Shelton. Maybe that's when we all stopped paying attention. Yeah. Um, okay, the, the final category is who has the sexiest eyes? Patrick Dempsey, Chris Hemsworth, um, Paul Mezcal, Oscar Isaac, or Hassan Minaj, which is, for some reason, I feel like that's wild to include. Wait, he does have really nice eyes. Yeah, but it's just out of, like, it's these A-listers, then Hassan Minaj. Mm, true. <laughs> um, I feel like saying someone has beautiful eyes is, like, very intimate. Like, I don't know these fucking people. Yeah. <laughs> I might even go with Hassan Minaj, though. Maybe. I feel like he has warm eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Fuck it. Hassan Minaj. Yep. I think I'm going to say Oscar Isaac. Has, they're so big. That's another Mm-hmm. I think Let's you could see. get lost if, if, you were, if you were to stare into them. You could get lost. Mm-hmm. If you gave him a chance. Yeah, if I, w- if I were to give him I- a chance, I think that, that's what I would find. Lauren, do you um do you have any thoughts on this? Um, I agree with Olivia that it's crazy to 
be asked who has the best eyes. So it feels too personal. <laughs> right? Like, I'm not staring into these people's eyes. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, it's equally crazy. No, nay, more crazy <laughs> is the uh, superlative um, that, you know, the classic grade school, high school superlative best eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And best smile. Yeah. The fact that oh. we gave that out. Nuts. Yeah. For some reason, best smile seems more okay to me. Um, yeah. Did you guys win sup- any superlatives in high school? No. No way. No, my high school so didn't do them. Yeah, I think that would have caused too much uh, drama. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely did them, but I did not win any, and I haven't forgotten. <laughs> we even did. I got a runner-up. Okay. I did run. I got runner-up for most likely to brighten your day, which That's is actually nice. a good one. Very proud of that. That's, That's so really sweet. Funny. But I didn't win, so. Oh. Did they did they have like prettiest or anything? I, I think those definitely were considered bad by the time we were in high school, but I feel like I remember them being around. No, we didn't so, have that. That would have been life. crazy. I feel like best smile and sh- eyes are like shorthand for prettiest. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Wow, okay, well on um on the twentieth episode, I don't know how many episodes I've had so far, but I'm going to do superlatives um for everyone <laughs> in the room. Love that. And it will all be uh purely physical. Perfect. Yes. And it will be gutting to lose any of them. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do you have to do it with all the people that have spoken or been hosts. Of course. Wow. The oh, actually that would be so fun. The obsession awards. <laughs> yes i wonder okay. that should be the I wonder who will win best feet oh that's a really good one um i'm gonna have to have some submissions though and uh, are you asking for yes picks? and it's not weird it's actually normal <laughs> for the audience um joy is obsessed with wiki feet really uh, in a funny way <laughs> <laughs> Not in a real way. <laughs> no, not in a real I'm just obsessed that it exists. You know, like I, I think it's such a funny tool uh, that so many people use actually and that is updated frequently. And it's also just like you look at it and it's like 2005 internet, you know, it's like no one's really updated the interface, which adds totally. to the charm. Totally. Yeah, it's very funny. Check it out, guys. <laughs> Wikipedia.com. Oh my gosh, what if I was sponsored by Wikipedia? Oh, I'm getting so many good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of award shows, uh, we can talk about the Emmys. I I guess let's start with the red carpet. Um, we can, I don't know. I, I feel like the red carpet is always such a highlight for me, but the Karama was hosting for E and I don't, he really didn't bring it. Karama from uh, Queer Eye. Mm. He also hosted for the Met Gala as well. Wow. I mean, he's a, I feel like he definitely is a safe bet. I see, I see the appeal, but just not, not a lot of charisma. Yeah. And I feel like, well, sorry, I'm jumping to the Met Gala quickly, but I feel like they were scared to say negatives. Like they were all just being super positive, which is great, but I want to hear what you don't like. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. That's was a big point of mine. Like uh, Karamo and the, people on the couch you know the quasi fashion police people they have now talking about the looks mm-hmm. everything was like she looks amazing gorgeous color on her it's like no actually some of these people look bad <laughs> you should say it <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joan Rivers bring her back I know I mean it just 
obviously they all look gorgeous, but it's like, yeah, that's why it's fun to be like, that's a dumb dress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with Bone Yang's I shoes. I was about to say that they look oh, amazing. Yeah. His shoes mm-hmm. were killer. Yeah, he really, and he played it up when he, uh, I, I think he, he introduced the nominees for a category, I can't remember, but he did a really funny bit where he was walking around the stage and counting his steps. I, I oh, yeah. Great way to um, <laughs> make the look speak. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I just the whole red carpet, which is usually so fun, was just so kind of boring. And I don't know. I really think they need to add the butt uh, back into the fashion police. Yeah, and the red carpet is just fun. I feel like maybe celebrities are kind of just not used to it because of COVID and stuff. But what do I know? Maybe yeah. And I also do just feel like the people are. Um, I don't know. It's there's a there's a real safety, you know, and like around the commentary and around like what questions can you ask? And I don't know. That just really just makes for kind of a boring show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't even watch this red carpet and I always watch them. So I didn't either, but Me I neither. looked at pictures on Twitter. Yeah, same. <laughs> you guys have any um, highlight, <laughs> highlights from the looks? I thought Michaela Cole looked so Mm-hmm. good that color was amazing yeah. that like neon green um who Ooh. else did i like i liked anya taylor joy's dress it, it looked so like, oh, well, the, yeah the slip underneath was so beautiful but then the big like i guess shawl whatever thing looked so comfy and like beautiful i loved it yeah i feel like she really she was probably the best uh, dress there oh yeah absolutely and um I forget her name. I think it's Jillian Peters, who was on The Crown. Um, she looked great as well. Wait, wait. Um, I could be saying her name completely wrong, Jillian but Peterson? she it, she was in The Crown and she played the Prime Minister. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I know you're talking about. I can't remember her name. Julian Anderson. Julian Anderson who plays Julian Anderson. Yeah. yeah. She is just so hot. That yeah. Woman. Yes, she's so great. I started watching the new season of Sex Education, and she is amazing. Wait, who is she in Sex Education? I'm watching the new season right now, too. She's the mom. She's Otis's oh, mom. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that season of The Crown, so I didn't oh, realize. Oh, I there you go. I know. I'm on season two right now, or three. Uh, I think I'm watching, it, I'm watching it very slowly. Yeah. I've been watching the crowd for like three years, so (laughs) I thought it was slow, but then I loved it with Diana and Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. I I just watched an episode tonight actually, and I think it's um it's right when Camilla comes in and Prince Charles they like go on a date. So I think it's about to get interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When it starts to be in, like, the time that we can, like, remember, I mean, that's, like, before we were born, but, like, feels a little bit relevant. It's easier to pay attention to crown wise. Yeah, absolutely. And I wonder how far they're going to go. Like, are they going to go to modern day and do a whole fake, like, Harry and Meghan thing? It feels like probably. It feels like they would, like, shut it down. But maybe they don't have the power to. I really have no idea. 
Jason said they're going to go to the future. <laughs> That'd be fun. What did you guys think of um, the crown kind of sweeping up much of the award show? I love the crown, so I'm for it. But I feel like there was so much good TV the past year that I just w- I always want some variety. Like I don't like when shows just sweep because then it's boring. I agree. Yes, yeah. and it's like these awards don't really mean anything. So it's like, okay, there is some, like, you got to give it to, like, you got to vary it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, And I know Keenan Thompson, like, should have won his Emmy. Yes, exactly. Like, give it to him, you know? We we know it doesn't mean anything. So we should maybe, you know, like, let him, let him. Yeah. Rectify the fact that he has been on the show for so long and hasn't won anything. Like, I don't know. There's also been a lot of um, chirps about the guy, the director who accepted the, um, oh, what is it called? Queen uh, Gambit. How he just like, yeah. yeah, he like went on for way too long. He went on for a long time and then he was like, yeah, thank that- you, Anya Taylor, for being sexy. It's like basically what yeah. he like reduced. He's a freak. Too. He's such a freak. I yes. hate that man. <laughs> He was a, he, he, for those who didn't watch, he, um, basically went well past the, uh, wrap it up music and said, turn off that music. <laughs> and then just like went on and on. It's like, okay, we all agreed to the kind of like time frame of these speeches, but, and then at the end, he, um, was like, and now I want to thank Anya Taylor Joy, who basically like worked through family trauma and like was just kind of saying how, like, yeah, I made her work, uh, <laughs> during like, when a family member died and blah 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 and I don't know just kind of patting him patting her on the back also patting himself on the back for something that like is not good. <laughs> yeah. totally and like everyone in the room is a talented individual who is nominated like they get it they know mm-hmm. don't need mm-hmm. to go on that long yeah I mean yeah. what did you the show wasn't even good you... either let's throw that in there the bad show yeah <laughs> Lauren I couldn't agree more. I sorry for the Queen's Gambit stands, but I really could not get into it. I watched like an episode and a half and turned it off. Yeah, it was it was so boring. I think I watched like the first three or four. I have not watched the Queen's Gambit, so I am kind of shooting from the hip here. But I do. You you've missed nothing. (laughs) You don't need to. Half the show is about her um, eyes. Yeah. Well, oh, and yeah, like playing chess on the ceiling. Yeah, she's like, you know, the, the emojis where oh. people do like the eye, the lips, and then the eye all in a row. That's her. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> is her. That's actually her. Um, did you guys watch Ted Lasso? Um, and what did you think of that? Oh, I, I can't talk about Ted Lasso again. I'm not yeah, caught Lauren up. Lost I Lasso loved the first purpose. season, but I'm not caught up on the second season. I'm not caught up either, Kelsey. I watched the first season and I thought it was great. It's very happy, but I'm kind of confused why it won so many awards. Like it's such a, it's a great show. It's fun. It's funny. It's heartfelt, but it's not incredible to me. I think people, I think part of it is just everyone's like, oh my God, people are being nice to each other. This is amazing. And like really just needed something that was like uh, sensitive to that and it really was timely for that I think yeah and I will say I do feel happy for Jason Sudeikis he just seems like he's had a rough year totally his ex-wife is dating Harry Styles like he needed (laughs) a little I also think part of like 
I feel like part of what made it kind of take off too is that it does feel like a very intimate look into what happened with them like he like I don't know at least the first season felt like it kind of like mirrored what he was going was going on so it is also feels a little bit like nosy to watch it and be like and I wonder if that's also like part of it yeah I never thought about it like that actually I I I thought it was really well done and Kelsey I I also like um I don't think I finished the first season but I liked what I saw it just didn't engage me I think in the way that it engaged other people who liked it so much absolutely I I agree it was great I mean but it was just you know fun tv yeah I'm trying to think of what other shows swept oh um Mare East Town yeah Mare was great I loved Mare. that deserved every I award agree. I haven't watched it yet Hacks won a lot too I need to watch I like Hacks. Hacks I like it yeah it's good would definitely say it's worth Kelsey. watching yeah I I think Mare deserved everything it got my dad texted me he said if um if Mare doesn't win for like bet wait what did he say um, if Kate Winslet doesn't win for Mayor of East Town, I will murder people. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that's there. You know, that's did there. you check in? <laughs> I did because she did want win, and I said, "I'm so glad you don't have to murder people." <laughs> oh my god! Get him on the show, Peter Gray. Come on, that's on Evan one too. Um, Kelsey, what did you think? Wait, did you see Mayor? No, I haven't. I'm horrible. I was like, went through a phrase where I was like, oh, wait, I wanted to watch happy one. things. <laughs> and it seemed really dark. Yeah. And it's a dog given right. That's okay. Yeah. What did you think of um, Hacks? I like Hacks. I thought Jean Frank was great. Um, I love Meg Stalter, and I thought she did amazing. I'm like happy that she's, you know, on her way up. She played the assistant. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that. I thought it was good. I liked it. Yeah, I I thought it. I can't remember what else it was up for, but I feel like it was up for a few other things and didn't win. But I'm I'm glad Jean Smart got her got her good. Definitely. And I may destroy you, Michaela Cole, winning for oh, writing. That speech was yeah. everything. Especially coming right after Queen's Gambit got yeah definitely <laughs> yes. it's refreshing yeah. I mean, if you haven't watched I May Destroy You, you should. It's a little it's a little hard, but it's you know, it's about sexual assault, so mm-hmm. you know, it's a little tough sometimes, but it's definitely worth the watch. Yeah, good stuff. Um what did you did you guys think there were any snubs? Um but I'm trying to think if I I feel like it I don't know, I'm annoyed with the sweeps a little, but snub wise i don't know i i for, what do you guys think about saturday night live winning reality uh, or not reality variety show is, I, think that's- <laughs> I feel like they it's crazy that they're still winning awards after being on air for this long um totally yeah i don't know like they're not, i don't know yeah, nothing that they're like changing up that much like if they had really revamped or something and it was like whoa like yeah. they've tried they've gone out on a limb oh. it would be cool but it is like it's like yeah, we know. <laughs> they like do. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you think, absolutely. Like you think at least they could have given that to. I think the uh, other show up was Black Lady Sketch Show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, Robin Thede. That like 
and also Pose not winning anything. I didn't watch Pose, so I don't really have any room to speak on it. But I don't know. It was it was a very like white um, award show. Like, yeah, yeah, Pose is so good too. I've seen all of it. I'm I love it. So watch it. The this past season was the worst season, but it's still good. I think the second okay. season's the best. It it looks good. Everything I've seen from it, and it looks like impressive, like I don't know, costuming and production. Is it on Netflix? Okay. No, it's um FX. So I guess oh, Hulu. Okay. I don't know Hulu? if the new se- newest season is on Hulu yet. I watched it like through FX mm. on command. Oh, and and RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Race one. Yeah. yeah. Well, he yeah. wins every year, right? Isn't that like? A- yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's fair as yeah. well. That show just keeps giving. Um, I, if we have, uh, if anyone has any other, any thoughts, prayers on the stage, in the room, speak now. Um, or else we can move into Kelsey's obsession. I just have to say, I think Riverdale was snubbed. Like I said, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of the show. And I think they should have gotten some recognition for what they're doing on the CW. They're definitely doing it. Yeah, they're definitely doing something. It's happening. Putting stuff together for us. And I appreciate that. (laughs) Something crazy crazy that I was told is that they, um, maybe a few seasons ago, a season ago, I don't know, uh, incorporated like supernatural elements. It's so, yes, that is true. It's so (laughs) like, it feels like they hear off of Twitter that something is in and they're like, put it in the show and then if that's wait what type of supernatural elements like like, i'm just curious spoiler alerts for anyone that's about to watch the third season of riverdale Um, (laughs) it's like they start playing this board game and it's like making them possessed because their parents like in the time when they were going to riverdale high school had released some like oh god if i can remember they released some (laughs) this is it's like demon kind of thing, and now they've let it out of the box, and they have like oh no like, way people were like dying. Like it this was is exactly so when I stopped watching the show. What <laughs> I get it. Yeah, no but thanks. It's also sorry, like, Kelsey. No, no offense taken because <laughs> no one will watch it with me. <laughs> but it is, it is a show that <laughs> I do love to watch, and I think they should have been awarded. <laughs> maybe they will at the um obsession awards live on green room i really do think you should do that i'll i think you should julia i feel like that's such a great finale yeah (laughs) kelsey i mean i I think i need i need you to um really sell me on it i'm gonna start a campaign i'll i'll put together a powerpoint give me give me 24 hours i'll put together a powerpoint listing exactly <laughs> why this show <laughs> recognition Kelsey I don't think you should be embarrassed that you still watch Riverdale because part of the reason that I stopped watching it was because the storyline did get crazy but also because it started scaring me the episodes got too scary for me scary. to watch 
<laughs> Lauren, same. Lauren, absolutely same. I couldn't agree more. I'm such a scaredy cat, and that's also why I'm not watching. Thank you. It is scary. The reason I was able to get through that season is I was dating someone at the time, and we'd watch it together because it was funny. And so it's after so that, scary. Season, I had someone to watch it with, and it does get scary. But they get over that. They go. They okay. go into like more murder mystery type thing in the following season. So. So if you're really Can't they just all like to push up through the fall and just be normal. <laughs> Do what? Just like keep playing football, someone kisses someone else's girlfriend. Like I like that. <laughs> no, but Twitter didn't like that. Yeah. Twitter wanted yeah. to be natural. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kelsey, I think we can get into your obsession if you want to um, introduce what what is your pop culture obsession? Okay, my pop cult- my pop culture obsession is Hallmark Christmas movies. I think we should be watching them 24/7. I think they're pumping out like 100 per year. I think they need to be pumping out 200 per year. I think they're great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what what do you like? What strikes you about Hallmark Christmas movies? And when did they come into your they life? They came into my life when I moved to New York um and I guess, like, I don't know. I Okay, here's when it came into my life. I got a Hulu account. And Hulu has the best <laughs> options for Christmas movies. And if you watch one, they will advertise to you. They will, like, pull up on recommended for you every single one they have on file. And it's, like, 50 or 60. So if you watch even one, oh you're kind God. of in trouble. And so when I got this Hulu account... Um, that's when it all began um, when I started watching them. And then I found out Netflix kind of had some that were more hidden away, but if you really search for them, you can find them. Um, so I would say maybe three or four years ago. Um, and especially in the fall, as soon as there's like a whiff of cold, I know you're supposed to wait till after Thanksgiving or whatever to start celebrating Christmas, but this isn't about Christmas. It's about, uh, I don't know. It's about <laughs> watching <laughs> It's a, yeah, Joy. It's more of a seasonal thing yeah. than a like holiday thing. What what do you like about it? Like, what are I know there are tropes. I, I'm interested in like the taxonomy of the <laughs> Hallmark Christmas universe. I think, like, uh, I think what I like about it is there's not that much to like think about. You're not really gonna kind of come away with any new thoughts or anything um, and you kind of know what's going to happen so you can watch it while you cook or while you're like doing some other like craft or whatever you're doing it can just kind of like be on um, but I like because it's like no one is being that mean to each other like it kind of all works out at the end usually some people fall in love and I also think it's insane what the tropes are like it's like uh, like when you go home and there's this like person from your high school and you're like, you know what? I have a great life and I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a year in New York. I'm going to move home and like go to a Christmas farm. It's like the weirdest trope to like come out of anything. It's like, okay, I guess, but um, uh, I don't know. There's something comforting about it. That's like alluring. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm looking at the Hallmark Christmas movies. Are you on Hulu? Um, uh, I'm on Google right now, and I just searched Hallmark Christmas movies, and I'm seeing... Okay, so what I'm noticing, a few things. Yes. Uh, 
DJ, I think her name's DJ, DJ Tanner from yes. Full House is she, in like every single one. Yes. She, I think in regular life is pretty religious and she has ended up on a lot of these. Oh my God. The one, if you're going to foray into these, my recommendation is Naughty or Nice. It has Haley Duff in it. Um, it's really fun. Oh, Haley yeah. Duff. This is the Hulu one. Um, but I mean, it's not made by Hulu, but it ended up on Hulu. But she moves. No, no, no. She already lives at the hometown. And then this like DJ who's a womanizer and is like oh really God. needs to turn his life around, like gets sent there for some reason. I think he messes up at work or something and they fall in love. And she's like, um, he has to go back to LA and she like visits him in LA and then they're like, wait, we're in love. And then they come home. And of course her dad is dead. So she's sad. And he kind of never addresses what his family situation is. He's just kind of like, like, I guess alone in this world. And so they fall in love. That's probably my favorite one. And then if you like that one and you're looking for more, I like Christmas prints. Um, there's three movies. That's <laughs> right up my alley. Movies. I feel like I would love no. that. Christmas <laughs> prints is so fun. <laughs> okay. I have a big yes. question. I'm seeing a movie called a shoe addicts Christmas. Okay. Do you know about this one? Oh, I do not. Is it based on that Christmas shoes song? Do you know what I'm talking about? There, not, I didn't know there's a Christmas shoe song, but Gene Smart is in it. Oh my gosh, we have to watch. Are we you serious? Gene Smart did it. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Gene Smart and DJ Tanner. Gene, DJ Tanner makes more DJ sense. DJ Tanner is Gene. getting that check. Really, she is. You can build a whole career. Good for her. Wow, I'm surprised. This that, is. Um, that Jean would do that. You know who ends up in a lot of them is um oh my god, who is that guy? Remember that KFC movie that happened um like in November of last year that was like a 15 minute KFC movie and it had um oh my god, what is his name? Yes. Okay, KFC, it ended up just being like one long Wait, commercial, what? but it was a Hallmark movie centered around the KFC guy, like the guy that is on the like label, and it unfortunately i loved it so much (laughs) um but it was like a 15 minute hallmark movie basically but um oh my god i cannot think of his name we we have jason in the chat saying mario lopez mario lopez yes mario lopez yes from saint by the bell yes he's in a lot of these movies i can see that that makes sense something else i'm noticing is that the um the women in these movies all have the same kind of dry bar blowout like yes. like brush <laughs> curls mm-hmm. that is a, yeah that is definitely a christmas movie look definitely it's definitely geared towards these yeah like middle america where where people come home to for the christmas holidays much like people's sexiest men alive i know we're kind of finding out that a lot of stuff is geared not for us no nothing's for us (laughs) no no it's definitely for like white moms Mm -hmm. yes in middle america and me (laughs) and and kelsey 
Yeah. And I eat it up. Anything they put on, I'm like, oh, I'll give it a try. And then I love it. And then I have to go report to my bosses and tell them that I liked it, unfortunately. I work at a production company. They're always asking what I like. And I'm like, well, sadly, I watch Not Even Nice again. (laughs) Yeah. I, Kelsey, I, um, oh, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. But until I remember, if you were to make a um, Hallmark movie, what would happen? Oh, my God. What would happen? I don't know. Well, I'm from Texas, so obviously they would have to go back to Texas. There would be some kind of, like, cattle farm. Like, they're there to, like, do cattle. Because the thing is, is that one of the tropes is that always the person that has come from the big city has to do something that they think they are, like, dismissive of. Like, oh, it's so stupid and it's beneath me, but ends up being very difficult and hard. So, like, shoveling, like, cows or whatever. (laughs) Like, that would be something where they're, like, now she's learned, like, the... Um, the value of hard work or whatever and she's like wow my job sending emails is so easy now I should go back here and like work on a farm or whatever but um, so definitely I think Texas would be ripe for that Um, yeah I think I would put her like on a cattle farm and then she falls in love with the cattle hand but she falls in love with the cow. Yeah, she falls in love with the cow. Um, and it kind of, it's not allowed on the because <laughs> it veers off but um yeah, I think I love. It. Yeah, That's I there's something about. See, this all sounds very attractive to me, but there's something about um, like rom coms of this nature that give me anxiety. Like when you know, in in these kinds of rom coms, the like falling action or or no no, I guess the climax is uh, they're almost together, but then something goes wrong or there's some miscommunication. Mm-hmm. and then it's like wait no I do love you and the other person doesn't know that just gives me so much anxiety do you know what I mean wow <laughs> Absolutely. and like usually with like a bet involved and yeah. like find out about the yes. bet and and like, it's a misunderstanding <laughs> yes yeah. when there's a miscommunication that is that's like too much for me and I'm like come on come on just you know how it's gonna end <laughs> wait is it because you're worried about something like that happening to you or you're like you guys are no girls. no it's sort of like it's just the anxiety of knowing that they will end up together in the end. Um, and the, I, and I'm just sort of like, come on, come on. I, I don't know what it is. It's hard to explain, but it, it does give me like profound anxiety. I, wow. <laughs> this is like when Riverdale like got whenever... too for me. <laughs> like miscommunication is, I'm just like, no, but you could have told her. I don't know. That's difficult because I feel like a lot of media relies on people not understanding each other and then being like, oh, crap, I I didn't mean that or whatever. But I like watching it for the opposite reason because whenever they're like having miscommunication, I'm like, that would never happen to me. I would just sit there and tell them what I think. (laughs) This problem would never happen to me. (laughs) I think that's an appropriate way to watch a Hallmark movie. Because you know these things will never happen to us. True. If that if something like this happens to me, something's gone very wrong. <laughs> I will need intervention. <laughs> if, um, I end up at home and somebody has wooed me there. Not that there's anything. And you're yeah. shoveling, and you're shoveling cow poop and falling in love with the cow. Yeah. Man. At I, that point, it's like someone needs to step in. Yes, absolutely. I would watch that movie though. That Thank sounds great. You. Thank you for saying that. I'll write it. Same very Nicholas Sparks. Totally. 
energy. Yes. Totally. Kelsey, I really think you, you could make like a funny Hallmark movie. Thank you. I would die. I found out um, that they make like 300 Hallmark movies a year. Isn't that an absolutely That's insane amazing. number? Insane. I know. God. I mean, so I'm like, I there has think to be the right one. You can kind of just slip it under someone's door, and <laughs> they'll be like, "All right." Or like, are there people writing these? Like, <laughs> or uh, there must be just like some sort of formula that works, and you have to just kind of copy paste and enter in some quirks here and there. I'm sure I'm, they're pretty easy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that there's like a long list of tropes that are like, all right, you just have to put these in there, and it's like. Yeah, you're not going to really steer too far away. You just have to have different people. And maybe they're at a crowd farm. Maybe they're at a radio station. Who knows? I think also um, kind of relying on the the passive viewer, uh, like you said earlier, Kelsey, like the person who you making dinner or like cleaning a room, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, you've inspired me. I think I will do that. Watch a Hallmark movie while I'm uh, doing chores. You should. It's like, you know. At the end, someone's going to fall in love, and then maybe it'll snow, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but watch Naughty Your Nice. That's um, my recommendation. I definitely will. I love that Haley Duff is getting the bag, totally. however she can. Totally. I looked up her IMDb before this because I was like, I'm going to recommend this movie. I want to make sure it's her. Um, and she actually is in more than I thought she was. Which is great for her. Yeah. Really. Honestly, yeah, she deserves it. I, I being the other duff, must you be know. Hard. Must be like hard. Frankie You're Jonas. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Although Frankie, I can smell he's on the way up. Well, if he ends up in a Hallmark movie, I'll find out and let y'all know. If I if I stick yes, him out in one. <laughs> um we're coming to the end of our show but we have two more segments um so i i asked kelsey to come with a pop culture shark tank pitch so this could be a news item or a new relationship a celebrity endorsement a dream club tv show or whatever she wants to exist in pop culture right now so um kelsey did do you have your pitch I do. Hey, Sharks. I'm Kelsey. Um, I'm from Texas, like I said um, a few minutes ago. And my pop culture pitch revolves around food. Um, There is a chain in Texas called Torchy's Tacos that is only in Texas on I-35. And I have a huge problem with this because I think it should be worldwide. I can't find Mexican food up here. So I think that if Torchy's Tacos expanded to first New York, then kind of all over the country, and then honestly, they could expand worldwide, then that would be kind of a cultural awakening to um, really yummy Mexican food uh, in a way that I think would change the landscape of this broken country, you know? Um, so that's my pitch. It's called Torchies. Um, I, my favorite is the fried avocado taco. Um, but, you know, uh, I think it's up to the, the world as a whole to decide what their favorite is, um, if only it was out to everyone. So that's my pitch. I think it will change the culture if everyone could have a little bit. I have to say, as a shark that is also from Texas, I fully support this. And you you. can take all my money. 
Katie also wrote in the chat that you can take all the money. Thank so you. I think, um, so far, so good. I, you really sold it to me with uh, your taco of choice. So I'm, I, I'm gonna wait to hear what Olivia says and then make my final judgment. So as a shark from New York, I have had Torchy's Tacos, uh, and I love Mm -hmm. it so much that the last time I was in Texas, I went straight from the airport to Torchy's, so I am in. That's the way you have to do it. One time when I first moved here, my friend smuggled a taco on the airplane and brought it up to me. It was smushed, but it was so good. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Okay, great. I'm glad all the sharks are in. We'll we'll, um, we'll get this thing on the road. I can't wait to move forward with you. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I think we are in need of a new, like, uh, fast food, like iconic fast food. You know, I feel like McDonald's isn't really cutting it anymore. Um, and Burger King never was. It's also like the proper amount of food. Like one of my problems with living up here is first of all, no one understands what proper queso is. Like it's not, it's not right. What happens up here queso wise, but no, (laughs) um, it's also like, when I order food, like if I go to just salad, the amount of salad I get is overwhelming. It's too much. I'm scared and I'm either too full or it's not enough for a second meal. But with like a taco place, you know, if you're one taco hungry or two taco hungry or three taco hungry, you know what I mean? Like you're never getting too much food. You get the right amount. And that's something that, uh, Yeah, I I think we as a country I think we as a country are seriously lacking um, a fast taco establishment that that stretches the nation. Definitely. I'm in Torchies is so damn good. Yeah, and the breakfast tacos. Oh my god. We don't have anywhere that has that has good breakfast tacos anywhere. So, we we need that, and I need to get a Wrangler in my neighborhood. Oh, uh, G- Gabe is calling me out in the <laughs> chat for Taco Bell erasure. That's Gabe. We it's... all know that's not actually taco. And they don't have queso. no. I was just gonna. They say don't that. have queso. They don't have chips and guac, and they don't have queso. You can only get tacos. It's and it's not. Yeah, it, it's like also just it's something. It's a in a league of its own. It's totally different. To Jason, Jason, no. no. Jason, no. no. Don't, Don't even try. Open this chat is not. Oh, Jason, get out of here with that. <laughs> the vibes are certainly off. Um, <laughs> wow, comparing right. Torchies right. to Taco Bell and Qdoba, Chipotle is, is better than Qdoba. hurting me. Qdoba is lower than everything. Sorry, Qdoba. Yes, facts. Absolutely. Um. I also really like how salty Chipotle's meat is because I'm a I'm a freak. <laughs> Julia, same. You know I love that shit. <laughs> I will say Dos Toros in the city is actually very good to me. Yeah. I really like Dos Once Toros. Once I found out about them, I was like, all right. Definitely. This can work, but it's not exactly what I want. But I won't be mean about it, you know? No. No, it's more like Bay Area style mm-hmm. burritos. I'm more of a like a bowl girl when it comes to like Chipotle or Dos Toros, because you can like take it away if it's too much. Yeah, you definitely. Know? I think the problem is that there is no Tex-Mex place, which I mean, is its own thing. Mm-hmm. And 
We need we right. need Tex-Mex representation. And Kelsey, and that's you. why we're giving you all the money. I will, I will bring it up here if it's the last thing I do. I'll convince them to expand. I'm so happy. Uh, I'm so happy to start a Hallmark um, Torchies empire. Oh my god, I would die. <laughs> um, I before we go, we have one last segment. Um, what was all that about? Where my guest comes with a obsession of pop culture past, and we uh, kind of rap and reminisce about it, and then I open the floor to other obsessions uh, from other people on the stage or in the room. So Kelsey, what is your, what is your past obsession? My past obsession is the boyfriends of Gilmore girls. I'm a Jess fan. And if I had to say, what was all that about? I would have to say it about Dean. He was not a good boyfriend and everyone acted like he was perfect. I'm a Jess girl. I don't like Logan, but I think that can be a hot button issue with some people. Did you have a favorite? I think that I, it was definitely not Dean, and it definitely was. It was it Jess or Jesse? Yeah. I can't remember. It was Mila Ventimiglia. Oh, it's Jess. It's absolutely yeah. Jess. Yeah, it was. Lauren Mila is Ventimiglia. coming in hot. Yeah, Jess was hot, hot and cool and music. Yeah, so and he read. Jess. He was her only boyfriend that read, and that's all she did. Yeah, Dean, Dean wasn't even attractive to me, and he was um, just he was I controlling. Don't know, and not funny it's like uh what what was all that about they were like dean was the best boyfriend i was like no he wasn't he was weird no yeah i don't know lame lame dude yeah he was also way too obsessed with lorelei like it made sense that jess wasn't friends with lorelei you shouldn't be best friends with your girlfriend's mom who's Who's thirty-two? Yeah, and no. you're sixteen. Yeah, and they would like would flirt sometimes. I hated that. Ew. <laughs> I mean, not. I don't think they, it was meant to be flirty, but I just they think were that, too close in age. They needed. Uh, to- they had too much chemistry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they- and Rory had on-screen chemistry. on-screen chemistry with almost no one, except for Jess. Except for Jess, because they were dating in real life yeah, at the time. Which, when that happens. Which is also Definitely. iconic. Which also makes me wonder, was she just a bad actress all along? Yes. You know what? I read one time yeah, I said that yeah. was her first <laughs> of course. Like, acting audition. Because she was modeling before. And then she just went in and they were like, you are so beautiful. Like, we, you have to be this girl. And she was like, okay. And then she, like, didn't know how to, like, land on her mark and stuff. And so, like, the reason that they're always, like, arm in arm is because uh, Lauren Graham was like, oh, we have to stop here. This is where we're landing. Yeah. That's what I read on some, like, shitty, like, <laughs> article somewhere. So who knows if it's true. But I took it as fact. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Wait, that's so crazy. I... I wholeheartedly believe that. Also, she just definitely looks the part, mm-hmm. like, t- TV-wise, you know, like, not as... Not, if this person existed in real life, I don't think it would look like um, Alexis Bledel. That's her name, right? Yeah. Or is that a totally different person? I don't I don't know. But it. it I think that she, she... I couldn't imagine it being played by anyone else. Totally. 
Agreed. I think she may be in a Christmas movie that I watched. Bringing it back. Oh, my God. I think wait. she's been on Let's the see. Christmas movie circuit at least once. She yeah. she seems right for that. I I, I respect her um, kind of it's like definitely something on Hulu. Yeah. Hulu because what? Like, I'm not sure. Yeah. I guess she is doing like hands, Handmaid's Tale, but I don't know really what else she's done. It would make sense that she ended up in a Christmas movie. It would make sense. I... She's perfect for it. She has the right hair. I think it's a matter of time before she she goes all DJ Tanner on us and really commits. Definitely makes a full career. Wait, so what was um, everybody we... favorite boyfriend? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I think I think I'm on a lag, but that is an amazing question, Lauren and Olivia. Lauren, I know, is a huge Gilmore head. It's true, I am. And uh, my favorite boyfriend, so of course Jess, it has to be. If it's anyone else, you're psychotic. But I will say, I love Jess always, but Logan, there are parts in the show, I, th- I feel like there are some episodes where Logan is great and some episodes where he's awful and they just like don't know how mm-hmm. to write him. Like His character is two different people all the time. So like some episodes, I'm like, oh yeah, Logan's fine. And then some episodes, he's awful. So I think if if Logan was more consistent of a character, I could see how people could like him. But with all of the, his bad episodes, like, it's just not even a competition. It's Jess. And I won't even, yeah, Dean is just. He's, he's. No, we, we won't, we won't He's not that. even worth the bronze medal. <laughs> yeah, he's not. And Lindsay. Ugh, hate, hate it all. What about um? This is not one of Rory's girlfriend boyfriends, but what about Luke? Oh, compared to like him and Christopher, who was more right? Which one is he's the um? He owns the diner, not for Rory, but for Lorelai. Yeah, he ends up with uh, Lorelai. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I have only seen, to be honest, I haven't seen like every single episode of Gilmore Girls, but the ones that I have seen, I did like Jess a lot. And I did like Luke. I don't know if I'm not supposed to like him, but I did like him. I like no, Luke. No, you're, you're supposed to like him. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just um, a curmudgeon. I, I found him vaguely annoying, but he's very cute and like likable yeah, for he's sure. Grump. He's another character where they, they just kind of like change his personality depending on like where they want the story to go totally totally yes but that was a lot of that show it felt like you were like watching a play and you just kind of had to accept that everyone acted weird and if you could accept that you would have yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i love that (laughs) um so guys before we go does anyone have any other obsessions they want to share or uh hot hot goss hot topics from the week anyone on stage or in the room please speak up um, my new obsession is fishing. Whoa. Oh my God. Yes. I went fishing once. Um, <laughs> I've never gone fishing before and I went fishing on Sunday and y'all, I grew up in Manhattan. Like this is so not my style, but I went fishing on Sunday and it was very fun. Oh, where'd you go fishing? <laughs> in Sheepshead Bay oh. in Brooklyn. Um, I caught a lot of fish. I just made it for dinner. Um, and it was no so way. good. Yes, it was so good. So 
my obsession this week is randomly fishing. And no, I will not go out with those guys on Hinge that have fish pictures now. Did, did you take but... one of those pictures? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I had to, but it's still yes, my, my opinion still is not changed that if you have fish pictures on Instagram, I mean, sorry, on Hinge, I will swipe left um, still, but I am obsessed with fishing so now. You understand it where they're coming from a little more. I understand where they're coming from, but I still, <laughs> I, it won't be happening. <laughs> no, it, it's it's an odd Definitely. like display of masculinity. Exactly. Um, I I love I love the idea of doing obsession of the week. Olivia, you you've inspired me. I like that. Yeah, I, I think something that I I think it's fun to reflect on your week and be like, what was something new that I did? And if you didn't do anything new, maybe it's time to try it out. Definitely. Wow, I love that. Kelsey, Lauren, do you have any um, obsessions of the week or anyone in the room who wants to um, I have one to share on behalf of my cat uh, this week. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this week she found out about wet cat food and it has been, it has turned the house upside down. It's been a real problem. So I'm sharing on her behalf. <laughs> I love her. Marguerite. <laughs> What's your cat's name? You've been a torment ever since I cracked you, open. We raise her up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. She says thank you. Truly raising. I don't know if I have an obsession of the week. Um, maybe Survivor because the new season starts tomorrow. And Hell I'm excited. yeah, Lauren! I forgot about that. How could I? That's a yes. big one. Oh, so that's my obsession of oh, the yeah. week. I'm sorry. I love it. Um, I'm trying to think of mine. I I did just start the new Sally Rooney book. Um, we in in two weeks. Stay tuned. We will have um our Sally Rooney episode where, where we'll talk about the phenomenon of Sally Rooney and the new book. So stay tuned for that. Two weeks. From now. Yes, I have to read. Julia, let me borrow it after do you. Do you like it so far? Yes. Um, I don't. I do really like it so far. I think I'm a sucker mm-hmm. for her. I. Uh, it's so good. It's really good, and it's just she has such an engaging writing style, and yeah, I don't know. I I think I needed a book to get me back into um, reading. Totally. You know, like you just get a funk, and this is helping me immensely. Totally. Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess that that really we we covered a lot of ground today. Yes. I will be thinking about those sexy men like Blake Shelton. All I'm going to be watching no. very closely to see if Keanu wins. He better. Okay. I I think we can all put pull up, put our mm-hmm. weight behind Keanu. Um, but Kelsey, do you have anything to plug promote before we I do? I wrote a podcast um, that has been produced by the company I work for that is coming out on like Spotify and anywhere you find your podcast on October 14th. But if you're in the city, there's a premiere for it on um, October 13th at Star Cafe and Bar. Um, And it's about, it's like a six episode series about um, working in a coffee shop. Oh my gosh. I love that. And also congratulations. Congrats. Thank you. It's been fun to work on. Um, and it's been yeah a lot of work, so I'm excited that it's finally coming out. 
So everyone in the room needs to attend um, or your or your yes. fake fans. Um, yeah, but if <laughs> you can't come to the premiere, which is totally fine, it'll be on Spotify. It's called What Can I Get Started for You? And other than that, mom hanging out. Oh, I would be remiss to say Pigeon, the host that the show that I host is um, on Wednesday, the 29th, also at Star Cafe and Bar. Um, and I host that with my friend Maeve Dunnigan, who's super talented. She was in the New Yorker today. She's great. So we, she's, you need to <laughs> write all that down. And also, Kelsey, what is your uh, Twitter handle? So if they didn't write all that down, they can. Uh, um, my Twitter handle is Harper underscore Kelsey. I made it in college. I don't, I guess I thought it was going to be really professional. It's like the most boring name ever. But um, anyways, it's Harper oh. underscore Kelsey. <laughs> oh, I like the professionalism. Everyone follow Harper underscore Kelsey. Go to all the shows. Thank you guys for listening. And Kelsey, thank you so much for coming on stage and chatting about your obsessions. Olivia, Lauren, thank you guys thank too. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Yay. Well, thanks. Thanks again. Thanks everyone for listening and see you next week. Bye. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.